Hey, everybody, my conversation with two Swifties, Daisy Phelps and Alex Clark. We also talk about what Trump could do better to win over women. It's a fascinating conversation. Listen to this and text it to your friends and really great. Two smart people. You'll love it. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That's tpusa.com. Uh, sorry, high school or college chapter today at tpusa.com. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Joining us now are two Swifties, Alex Clark and Daisy. Daisy does a great job for us. Daisy Phelps on the Charlie Kirk Show. I was going to say a different last name, but it's Daisy Phelps now, I'm right? I'm married, yeah. And we have two Swifties. So, Alex, do you want to go first? What's going on here? Why is, I've, I haven't even talked about this. This is like the number one Which story. Which is new for you to it not new. talk about it. I know. It's been good. Somehow in the last week, this has become the number one story in America. Is is MAGA going after Taylor Swift? It is it is. On Washington Post, CNN, Glamour Magazine, Rolling Stone, it's absolutely everywhere, trending everywhere. And I cannot even explain to you how high my cortisol levels are. I have gotten in so many arguments over this. I think this is one of the biggest, I think looking back, this will be one of the biggest election mistakes conservatives will have made in hindsight, is this entire ridiculous Twitter drama. No, I agree. I think I've been saying this for a while now, at least like behind the scenes. I think that, and Tim Pool was just talking about this this morning, the biggest op is MAGA going after Taylor Swift. Not Taylor Swift herself. She needs a conflict to be made into a political opponent. So do you think that it's it's forcing, it's going to it's going to make it more likely she does get involved politically? Is that is that the argument? Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Everybody's saying it's a psyop that Taylor Swift, uh, that Soros bought her music. So then she started dating Travis Kelsey, Shilford, Soros and Big Pharma. And now she's going to be at the Super Bowl with her boyfriend. That This whole thing was an op to get Biden reelected or whatever. Basically, what's happening is now we've made the election, at least this week about Trump versus Taylor Swift, not Trump versus Biden. Now, hold on. Let me let me just ask, though. Wasn't there an article in the New York Times where they, and maybe this was all part of the, the left op, where the, Biden was going to seek Taylor Swift's endorsement? And yeah. Isn't that what really prompted, I mean, it was, it and, almost, so they win the, the AFC championship game, they go to the Super Bowl, and then there's this New York Times article that Biden is at the top of his list. I mean, again, that's not I'm breaking. sure she well, is. Well, which, well, I mean, that's me, not I'm breaking like, news, obviously. I don't know why this is news. If Anyone that's smart would want Taylor Swift's endorsement for their candidacy. I mean, that's as dumb as the culture can be. That's going to make people vote. She's the number one pop star in the world. Trump would also. If all of a sudden Taylor Swift overnight emphatically came out for Trump, Trump would be the first person posting 
stuff about Taylor, you know, yeah, endorsing sure. him. I mean, anyone is going to do that. And because she publicly endorsed Biden in 2020, yes, their campaign is going to want her endorsement. The thing is, is that Taylor Swift, she's always been huge, but arguably in the last year, we've seen, you know, her have the number one concert movie, breaking records with her her global tour, all of these different things. She's bigger than she's ever been. And so now more than ever, whoever she endorses is, is going to have, you know, a big impact. Um, now, in the grand scheme of things, do I personally think that Taylor Swift's impact is, is really going to be that dramatic? I mean, I'm seeing these polls, everybody sharing, like, it's it's this scary thing. Like, all these voters say that they could be swayed to vote for whoever Taylor Swift says. Never in the history of election years have people really put that much weight on who a celebrity says to vote for. Hillary Clinton uh, paraded around Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus and all this kind of stuff in 2016. That had no impact. At the Is end of Taylor the day... Different? No, at the end of the day, middle America, the average Americans are not going to vote for whoever Taylor Swift says. Is she going to have a minuscule uh, um, impact on on Gen Z voters who are voting for the first time? Maybe, maybe. And they always like to bring up the evidence that Taylor Swift broke records with registering voters in Tennessee for Senate uh, Senator Phil Bredesen. That whole race. The, the truth is, is that she posted a voter registration link on the same day it was the last day to register to vote for the state of Tennessee. So nobody knows if it was really her posting a link to register to vote that was bringing in voters or it just being the last day to register. You can't really put that on Taylor Swift. So there's really no evidence that she's going to have this really scary impact on the election. I think what's more likely than Taylor Swift saying vote for this person, everyone goes vote for that person is seeing how horrible Republicans can be to what these fans just see as just a woman who writes music that they love and really feels like she understands the feelings that they have. If they see MAGA going after this person and turning them into a villain, that's going to turn them more off to MAGA than Taylor Swift herself would. Interesting. So, so then they they would they could be. Mobile. I mean, I is there any other pop star where the last name people self-identify as right now? Well, every every pop star has like a fan base that they call themselves. Yeah, you've got Nicki Minaj, like Barb's, yeah, Arianators, Selenators. Yeah, every every pop star has a group like this. But I think, and kind of, you were saying this the other day. I remember about like Michael Jackson, Elvis, the Beatles. Like this has always been a thing where these huge pop stars have had these cult followings. But I think something about Taylor Swift is really hateable for men. I don't on the right. What it is, yeah. but it's the first time that it's getting that much pushback because. In the past, it's been a lot of men that have been this big. Majority of her young female voters already hate Trump. And they already have bought into the narrative, as have Taylor, this typical liberal narrative of, you know, Trump is the sexist, misogynistic pig. And now you have her trending nationwide on Twitter with conservative men going after her for, you know, her alleged body count and, and calling her a whore and all, uh, just all of these horrible things. For what? That is fueling them. If they were already like, eh, you know, I don't know, even if I'll vote or anything, now they have a reason so does- because we've given them a reason. I think the negative consequences of conservative men going after Taylor Swift outweigh the positive benefits. Yeah, I, I mean, so you, so, I mean, but does she not have a high body count? Here's, I mean, like, we, but that's, we but, obviously I mean, don't, we don't know. know this. But I he, think well, it's gross for any guy to talk about that. I think it's gross. But, like, she's the most popular person in the world and she talks about morality, like, so we can't but say like, anything you about you her. Like, she can... was similar to Miley Cyrus or Katy Perry. If anything, she's way, I mean, um, Matt more... Walsh's tweet this morning, he was like, if I were to make a list of 
the most degenerate, degenerate offensive pop star. She wouldn't even be in the top one, right? 50. She's the most but she had. Person. I mean, Miley Cyrus right. is number one at one point. She's the bangers to her. She's I naked. I think we all, all agree Miley's pretty repulsive, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. In, in comparison, Taylor Swift is undeniably way more modest than pop stars of the past. Um, a lot more wholesome. Maj- she majority of her songs have nothing to do with sex. It's like, why is this the person that we are so threatened by and think she is some, uh, she's representation of some great moral failure? I don't see the evidence of that. Do you, think, so- do you think she's a good role model? Um, no, I don't think any, I don't think any secular pop star is a good role model. I don't yeah, think I when people say like, well, she's not a great role model for our children. I prefer this celebrity instead. I'm like, no celebrity is a great role model. Number one, um, this morning, some of my, you know, not all of my audience either of young women likes Taylor Swift, especially amongst conservatives. And somebody brought up, they said, you know, I can't stand Taylor Swift. I think she's a terrible role model. I prefer Shania Twain. Guess what? Takes three seconds to Google Shania Twain. She has defended offended drag queens and LGBTQ and all this other stuff. I said, here's the real, the real situation. Every, pretty much, besides three, Jason Aldean, Ted Nugent, I don't, somewhat, one other person, all celebrities are going to lean liberal. There is, Roseanne Barr. if we, yeah, Roseanne Barr, if we were to write off all celebrities that are liberal, we would have no one to watch, no one to listen to. We'd all be living under an overpass in a cardboard box. Yeah, but it's just, here, here's the issue I have. I, I don't disagree with what you guys are saying. And I, even if I did, I'm not that overly interested at this point. I got a lot of other fights on my hand, literally. Yeah, but I do. guess it's almost like she's the biggest cultural phenomenon who's then, who's then like, and I know this, is, this doesn't resonate with you, but the reason why more men are speaking out about it is that it's like forced into our holy time of NFL football. And I know I, I, that, and it's just it's like, oh, it's, it's become more about Taylor Swift than about the NFL. That doesn't, bo- that doesn't resonate much with me. I'm just telling you what a lot of men think. It's so force-fed. I think the perception is that because of what gets then posted times 15 on social media right. after the appearance. Well, but if you look at the data of how much she was actually shown on camera at the games, it is so tiny. It's like less than 1%. It's not even half a 1%. It's so small. She has barely been shown. That's the reality. Okay, let me ask it's you a question. It's just reposted. Out of the nine, the nine hours of Chiefs playoff games, she was on screen for 150 seconds, which yeah. is the same as... Brock Purdy's family, Brittany Mahomes, Olivia Colpo, Christian McCaffrey's fiance. Like, is, that's what happens. Is, ta- is this week, are we talking more about the Super Bowl or more about Taylor Swift? We're talking about Taylor. Well, my timeline is, but that's because I'm in the conservative movement. It's all freaking Taylor. Okay. But, but it's just then you and then as soon as we say anything, like you can't say anything about the biggest person on the planet. So just I, ignore I, I'm it. like, I'm not saying you can't say anything. I'm not even saying like it's not OK to dislike her, dislike her. Fine. Yeah. It's the arguments that are being put forth about this all being a psyop to reelect Biden or whatever. It's just it's there's there's more evidence supporting the opposite of that, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder, stocks are sinking, and currency stumbling. Fear and uncertainty reign. The Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the debt, it is endless. Yet one asset historically stands firm. It is gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss, like a missile shield against incoming. If paper wealth burns, gold has shown the strength to persist. Noble Gold says to shield your savings against looming threats, War, recession, contagion, 
and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Noble Gold says take control in the chaos. Brave warriors say that fortune favors decisive action. Noble warns to get a hold of gold now before the price could be out of reach. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with each every new IRA. Claim your free coin today as this new storm gathers panic looms and some of the places you were thinking of for your money. Well, they don't look so clever anymore. We balance our asset mix to shield a future from disaster. Research opening a Noble Gold Investments IRA to claim your free bullion coin today. That's noblegoldinvestments.com now. Noblegoldinvestments.com, the only gold company I could personally speak of for their service. Colin does an amazing job at noblegoldinvestments.com. So if you go back to my older stuff on Taylor Swift, the one thing that I'll disagree with Alex on, I think she has this insane power. And you say, oh, on the margins, I don't think it's marginal. I've never seen a cultural phenomenon, especially in the modern era. I think that if she did a selfie video and said, go vote for Biden, I think it it could move millions of votes. I don't think it could move millions. I think it could move a few tens of thousands. Maybe, maybe. But remember, she has, she has endorsed pol- political candidates since 2018. Any celebrity making po- big political statements, which they do all the time, it never impacts voters that much. I think if anything, I think Taylor, I've never seen anything like Taylor. It's like a quasi religious figure. I, I'm just I'm actually complimenting your 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 thing. Like I'm actually playing. I'm actually I, I think you're underestimating her political power. And let me tell you why. With Roe being repealed, she spoke out on pro-abortion stuff, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And she, I mean, I've never seen people fill up arenas like her, right? The Eras Tour, well, I mean, that's like. that's why it's comparable to like Michael Jackson, the Beatles, Oh, I think, Elvis, it's, big, like, I think it's bigger than Michael Jackson. I, I actually the don't era think. era of mass mail-in voting. I think she's waiting to make an endorsement. I think she will make an endorsement because she has in the past. And I think, I don't even think that it's going to be Biden because I'm completely convinced that it's going to be Newsom or Michelle. And when one of them is in the mix, that's who I think Taylor would endorse over Biden. Yeah, I think she's more likely to make an endorsement for one of them over Biden. Yeah. Okay, so and then that we we would be screwed because they're more they're more likable. Either of those people are more likable in culture. So, but if it is Biden, do you think that she really remains? I mean, silent. I mean, I just she won't remain silent because she hates Trump. And now we have mobilized her. Hold on a second, Alex. I got to play devil's advocate. And I, I, if you were to say that we didn't say a thing about Taylor Swift, if we were just Taylor Swift silent. Uh huh. Do you think she really would have sat out this next election? No, she won't sit out, but she's she's okay. not going to go as hard as now. I think she's going to go, whether that is uh, record-breaking political donations behind the scenes to get things done is, or, okay. or yeah, making self a selfie video or whatever. She's Now she has more incentive because of how she's being treated by conservative media. How is she being treated? Like what? It, horribly. What, horribly. Okay. What, oh, so my God. For no reason. Hold on. What do you mean horribly? Saying that she hasn't had any children and can't keep a stable relationship. No, but that's different and, than and poorly chooses men i mean she's the most popular figure in the west i get i get treated worse than that but that's different than talking about her body count calling her ugly calling her fans ugly like saying these then it's the conservative men many that hate her and they think she's ruining football when really she's well, I didn't barely say she was shown. ruining football. but that's what other people are annoying, saying but yes i know it's annoying to you but that's what other people are saying and they're mobilizing people to hate MAGA more than they are mobilizing people. Yeah, so this plays into the idea, and again, op can mean many different things. It plays into this. It's like, do not criticize her, and since you're criticizing her, then she's going to become like this. 
No, I'm saying you can criticize Taylor Swift if you get your facts right. What I'm seeing on the right is uh, the evidence that this is some kind of psyop to reelect Biden is that George Soros is controlling Taylor because he bought her music. And then therefore he told her, well, now you have to date Travis Kelsey so you can shill the vaccine. And then you and then we're going to make sure he gets to the Super Bowl. All of this is is incorrect. And let me explain why. George Soros does not control Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift made one of the most public FUs to George Soros ever in 2019 on stage in a speech. She called George Soros out for buying her music. And because she wanted to say, F you, you don't control me. I want to get you back. That is why she has spent the last uh, couple years re-recording all of her albums and re-releasing them and doing huge marketing campaigns to push those re-released albums so that she can take away from the Soros Foundation and the others who helped buy her master from her she is pissed about that now where taylor swift is wrong is that she hasn't connected the dots and that the political party that i'm supporting is all controlled by that man so she is it half right and instead of telling her as conservatives hey you are so close to getting this and encouraging her to keep on seeing this through we're all just piling on her which is going to make her gravitate towards the democrats more she is so close to realizing this the real psyop is that but she is close in that she does hate the soros family for what they did to her so if you were to do your best job why do you think why do you think right-wing men don't like taylor because With, without saying sexist or any okay, of that stuff. I'll tell you, because I like Elon Musk a lot, but he's incentivized people to post clickbait things and and you get paid for it. And so everybody is jumping on this bandwagon of let's tweet about the big, biggest star in the world to get engagement. I get a paycheck for it. What do you think it is, Daisy? 20. Taylor Swift is more emotional because she's a woman. Women are more emotional than men. Men are more logical. My husband doesn't listen to Taylor Swift. I don't expect him to listen to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the kind of music that I would like. Men think it's annoying. When women are highly emotional. Okay. We just, I, I could see it right now. Again, I think Alex is underestimating it. If Taylor Swift does like that legendary selfie video and she says, show these MAGA people, fill out your ballot. I think that is a political thermonuclear weapon. I actually don't underestimate her. I think that she could decide the election. Hey everyone, Charlie Kirk here. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this program, which is why I'm so proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. So keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash charlie or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use offer code CHARLIE. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash CHARLIE. That is patriotmobile.com slash CHARLIE or call 972-PATRIOT. Join me and make the switch today. That is patriotmobile.com slash CHARLIE and free activation using offer code CHARLIE. All right, we're, I'm in a no-win situation here. So I say, you know, Taylor Swift could decide the election. No, don't say that. Or you say, okay, actually, uh, you know, she doesn't have that much power. How dare you don't give the... I'm in a no-win situation, Alex. It's both ways. Not from us. No, not you. I'm just saying it's just you can't... Here, here's, the, here's the reality of it, is that she's incredibly popular, 
and that if she decides to speak up and really lean in, that's going to be a problem for Republicans. Your both theory is that there is a history of potential I don't want to use the word pettiness or, you know, vengeful type attitude. I, I'll say that. I, Taylor herself is very forthcoming. There's nothing she knows better than revenge. I mean, she she has a song about that. She she will come, bite back harder. All right. So let if me we bite her. OK, so if 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 if, you know, she comes out and she does like the all out 10 out of 10. I mean, when was the last time she did 10 out of 10 for her new albums? Right. Wait, just in promo in general yes. or for politics? Yeah, pro- no, yeah. forget politics. She's never gone 10 out of 10 with politics. Yeah, Probably each album. Yeah. Taylor's version release. W- when was that? In October. Okay. That's when she just like changed her Instagram picture, Yeah, right? she does and that she... for each album. Yeah. Okay, and it, it was sold out in like 45 seconds or something. Yeah. yeah, but music, listening to music is also way different than voting. Yeah, but, you know, with mass mail and voting and, you know, a lot of ballots on people's counters, it just it's it's less of an ask. No, but this is my argument. It's been my argument the entire time, you know, when we've been talking about this behind the scenes and such, is that I do think she will have an impact on the 2024 election. But I think it's less about Taylor Swift and more about hating Trump, hating MAGA, hating Republicans. Those are the kind of people that those people do enjoy her music. And because they already are trained and thought to hate trump and mm-hmm. hate everything he stands for they think he's horrible they think he's sexist they think he's a womanizer all this stuff that yeah. is what's going to make him vote against them that's fair okay so then i should just not mention it ever again i wouldn't <laughs> I, I, now well, unless I taylor swift it's... comes out and says yeah. charlie kirk and she calls you out no, I, i've no. been so scared that that's gonna happen i know like, it, I, mean, oh, I think it would be knows? hilarious who knows I, I, that would be hilarious um so it's okay mlk fine taylor swift no <laughs> i i think it, Anyone can talk about her. Like I said, my husband does not like Taylor Swift. I don't expect men to like Taylor no, Swift. No, I I'm receiving your coaching. So I think it's totally fine for you to say. And yes. obviously, you're going to say whatever you want. You're Charlie Kirk. He's going to say whatever. No, no. I, but I just but I, I'm not that overly you passionate don't about like this Taylor Swift. You don't listen to her music. You don't align with her Correct. values. Fine. All of that right. is true. Like I don't align with her values. I love her music. So that's why I would talk. She's about extremely family oriented. She is modest. Um, I mean, by comparison, largely compared to any other famous pop star, she is in a committed heterosexual relationship. She could be out on the Super Bowl field with a they them furry. We should be grateful. That would be worse. She has. I mean, Travis Kelsey, say what you want about him. And I know you don't like him for other reasons besides the Taylor stuff. You just think he is bad character in general. Maybe not a great reputation. Maybe. But also comparing him to her exes, he is way better. She is a liberal. She's going to date a liberal. She's always dating these like beta males that are shorter than her and yes. this is the first time she looks tiny in comparison to Travis he Kelsey. is a man she's like 510 whether or not he is he is truly a good guy like his heart is good he is a manly man well, that's at least shot. a win i don't know if his heart's very good no, that's <laughs> well true. that's true it's all right he may drop dead but but he is a manly man comparatively compared to her exes. Um, she is extremely generous. We're always hearing about how she is over tipping, how she's paying out her truck drivers. All I'll, this I'll stuff. say something nice. You want me to say something nice? Yeah. It could be a total fake. But I, I said to myself, the amount of games she showed up to, it's actually it, it, maybe it's totally well fake. Considering how much women hate football, typically, I said that I have a little bit of respect for that because if I had to show up to 13 Taylor Swift concerts <laughs> and he also went he went international for her Argentina oh, show that he would... flew out there to watch her but this is also and this no is I, a... I'm not even being sarcastic after like the 12th I said okay maybe she's showing up to like four or five games it was like 13 weeks in a row she was showing well and this is like a much less significant factor in what we're talking about but I do think it's worth it to say 
the amount of videos and content I see of dads and daughters watching football together for the first Wholesome. time. This is the first time they have something to talk about with their yep. dad's sports related. It's so sweet. That's a win for it's conservatives. So bringing families together, father-daughter relationships, bringing them together. That's a win. So everybody, this will be the most, most watched Super Bowl ever. Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna lock myself out of my Twitter account. I have a (laughs) tendency during the Super Bowl to tweet awesome stuff. I will not let you. Yes, whatever, Alex. You've gone on the show before, right? I have. I have met on the whatever podcast. Yeah, I I can't remember. You you didn't love it, right? I didn't love it. It was a very dark and oppressive environment for me personally. Like I cried after. I'm sorry. It, It was just. It, it's people living that lifestyle. I mean, you experienced it. Mm-hmm. it, it yeah, it's no, very I'm, heavy on your heart. It's very heavy. If That's you are exactly. a Christian and you go into that environment and you just see how sin ha- is destroying people's lives, it it is really hard for you to like hold that emotionally, I think. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, so can you – you can do a better job than I can. Can you explain what whatever is to the uninitiated in our audience? And I want to play some pieces of tape. It's a dating podcast. Um, there's a male host. Uh, typically, they bring on women that work in the adult entertainment industry, whether on OnlyFans or otherwise, uh, you know, feminists, liberals. And then they bring on, usually they try to find some a, a trad wife or two, a couple conservatives or, or whatever to kind of debate those women. Um, and the whole premise is really... I mean, if you're asking me, the whole premise is to expose how terrible dating culture is today, how there's no good women anymore, and I think incentivize or validate a lot of men who feel like the dating um, atmosphere is hopeless. Yeah, that's so interesting. So first of all, they're, they're, in my particular episode, they were actually, and I don't say this just from the OnlyFans, they were actually two like porn people, right, Daisy? No, and after you left, they were talking about how they were in town for some sort of porn awards that they were yeah, not. So I said this recently and someone said, don't call OnlyFans people porn people, which I actually think they are. But this is not even OnlyFans people. These are like actual. Like like, pictures of them at Pornhub HQ on their Instagram. So like on the panel with me. And first of all, just you're in. It's a really smart point, Alex. The audience that watches this program is like 90% male. And they buy the porn. So so it's a. So here's the thing. It's a humiliation ritual. This is why this whole the whole like audience the atmosphere is so corrupt to me and, and so depressing to me. The men love to bring these women on and they will spend hundreds of dollars a night every time the show airs in super chats degrading the women, right? You experienced it. Calling yeah, them out for their degenerate behavior. thing that pops yes. up while you're on there. So, so they pay to call these women funny. out. They spend hundreds of dollars to call these women out. Then these women, after doing the show, they always say, oh, my, my views shot up in my videos. Um, you know, the amount of people paying for my adult content shot up. It's from that audience. So they feel this internal struggle of, um, well, I want to pay to watch this content, but like maybe I'm doing something good if I can call her a whore while I do it. Well, it's this whole like really backwards philosophy. Yes. So there's a lot of truth to that. So first of all, like some people in the comment section on Instagram, they all knew the girl that was sitting next to me. Someone that yeah, heard of they in were my posting life. about how they went to high school with her, how they went to middle school with her, like all. And then people like knew her from online as well. Yeah, Everyone no, online. Was like, and so I was reading the comments on Instagram. Like these men are like, "Oh, that's Molly. Like I know who she, that I is." I think she's like nineteen or twenty, and honestly. She, and she's in like in the most graphic genres of pornography, yeah. like that, that a human being can be in. And so the audience is predominantly male who like hate watch, but also it's like a very strange thing. Anyway, so 
but I thought the conversation went well. Would you say that, Alex, if you're I was, grading it? I was genuinely so impressed with you and so proud of you. I was very well, worried. You. I was very worried about you going into that situation thank because you. the optics of that, I just it can easily go were wrong. You, were you cringing before the, you were just like getting ready to cringe? I was getting ready to cringe. Obviously, I would agree with whatever you say, but just knowing how these women think, if you are too harsh or you're uh, too, there's a way to be direct but still compassionate and kind and show Christ's love. And I think you did a perfect you, you spoke truth and light, oh, which you. can be – it can be easy to go the opposite route on that show um, and just call them out and be – you know, tell and them how horrible have, they are. And right. they have. And we were talking about it before, like in prep when he was going on. Like these women are trained to hate you. They're ready to go on the defense. So that's why you, you have to be calm yeah. or else they're not going to listen Because they, they're caught off – I think they were caught off guard by how compassionate you were Definitely. towards them. And I think that when you – the whole moment of you talking about how like – I am so happy to have a wife and a daughter, and I hope all of you can experience that one day, like marriage and kids. And then immediately that girl was on the defense, like, what is that supposed to mean? You're like, it was like five it was minutes. The nicest thing. Like, are you saying that we can't get married and have kids? It's yeah. like, but, no. But the way you asked the questions and you put it on them and you were like, um, why do you think that makes you defensive and stuff? Do you feel like your industry is conducive to being a wife and a mother, being a good wife and a mother, you know, and, and making them think, but you said it in a kind way. Now you could have easily said like, because you're a hoe, you're never going to be a good wife or mom. You know, that wouldn't have gone over well with changing their mind. But I, I guarantee, I would bet money that some of those girls left, not all of them for sure, but at least one or two left and they really did think about what you yeah. were saying. And I, it's, I will totally agree, Alex. I left sad and that was kind of my tone. I was just trying to process yep. the... I was so sad. I was depressed for like 48 hours. Well, yeah, because I mean, I've never met someone who actively like gets awards for making pornography like so i would expect some sort of i don't know maybe just remorse or just like embarrassment and i'll, I'll be honest i think the the young asian girl which i didn't like they were trying to pick on her poor girl the, the girl in the red girl, i didn't like that whole thing they were trying yeah. they were trying to make some clip out of her and something i didn't like any of that and she's obviously you know not in the mensa society but <laughs> no but i mean i mean that in the nicest way and she she's sitting there poor girl and she's, you know, listen to everything we're saying, and she's trying to really follow along, and she's, you know, and she was the one where they said, hey, why do you do OnlyFans? She's like, well, I provide for my family and all this. And the other two, I just think they get some sort of weird, like, thrill out of it, right? Um, but anyway, I just, the that individual, I really felt some compassion for. I think she should stop doing what she's doing. But what I was just met with is just, like, the unapologetic ferocity. It's like, yes, I do porn, and I would keep doing it. In fact, I want to play this piece of tape here. Let's play cut 65. I asked the hypothetical question. If you made a million dollars a year, would you stop making pornography? Play cut 65. If you could be with your boyfriend currently, and I waved a magic wand, and I said you can make a million dollars a year and never do porn again, would you? No. Okay. He's used the wand. You can make a, a million dollars a year. Yeah. You don't have to do, uh, you know, the adult content. Well, the thing is, I wouldn't have to do it. That would be great, but I would still want to do it. I'm, I mean, personally, like, I'm an exhibitionist. I love, like, putting my sexual self out oh. there for other people to see, for other people to, like, you know, touch themselves to, have fun with. Oh. I, I love Can I ask I you a, a question? Since you're about presenting yourself to the world, do you have a good relationship with your father? Here we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I don't talk to him. 
I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah, that's really sad. I also feel like they have to be like that or else they're going to be embarrassed. Yeah, I know for sure. It's a cope. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code Kirk and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. The 100% made in USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-875-0425. Use promo code Kirk and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-875-0425 or go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I think so highly of Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He's a terrific person. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. Alex, really quick, plug your podcast, your whole deal. All right, so subscribe to the Spillover podcast anywhere you get your podcast every week. A new unique interview with somebody who is teaching women how to live counterculturally. Daisy, do you have social media so everyone can get behind what you're doing? Yeah, everyone go follow Charlie Kirk 1776. Oh, <laughs> what a good um, subscribe employee. to the Charlie Kirk show. By the way, how, show. how many videos, million plus, we have in a row? We're at, I think, 140 videos with over a million wow. views in a row. Um, yeah, me and Emma Kate have had a lot of fun. We love working on the Charlie Kirk show. Emma's also a Swifty. Yes. Emma, are you proud of how nice I've been? She's proud of me. She's giving a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, she's texting me. She's proud. She's very proud. Yes, but yeah, follow the Charlie Kirk show. She said very proud. I receive coaching. I really do. Um, Alex, you said something super smart. I think you're totally onto something. I want you to riff on RFK conservative women. I really wish that we would be talking more about the RFK threat to the election than the Taylor Swift threat. Um, I think because he, he's actually going to be on the ballot. He's actually going to be on the <laughs> ballot. And um, so one unique thing is is I really work with the 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 female side of turning point usa i have a i have a podcast um that has it's very a, successful does really well oh thank you a large millennial female following uh and i i'm friends with ali stuckey and and she does too and we're both we've talked about this we're seeing the same thing with our podcast audiences I am fielding questions every day. Hey, Alex, can you explain to me like why RFK is is that bad compared to Trump? I'm just unsure. Or what do we really think about RFK? I, I really have some questions. They are into him. They like him. They are still um, turned off. Female suburban voters are still turned off by Trump's personality. He has yeah. done nothing to rectify it. And I like Trump. I it's, but this is a, a bigger problem than I feel like anyone is is taking seriously. I, I, I'm going to say this on air. I'm going to try to put together, and you would come if I if I said, Mr. President, you have to meet with these, you know, ten women, you know, and you just you would you would give them a piece of advice, right? Oh, I would love yeah. that. No, oh my gosh, he would, yeah. he's a great listener, more so than people realize. He's I think a, he is a good. He's listener. a great listener, and and so the RFK thing is this is this kind of the medical freedom movement that has do you think so daisy do you think yeah and when when he came in and we did the interview with him he was wonderful so nice to everyone so sweet um yeah. but when i was really listening and going back and we were clipping the interview and all that um i think everyone in the conservative movement really loves and agrees and uplifts his vaccine policy and agrees with him but then when i was listening to his other answers i was like 
well, I don't agree with any of these other things. No, he, he's, he's a gentleman, but he's a Massachusetts liberal. Are these like the essential oil moms? Is that what we're talking about here? I mean that non-pejoratively. Are these the people that tend to not do every vaccine? These are people that... That person is, uh, this is w- the misconception. The essential oil mom thing died in 2020 during the pandemic. Now everyone is an essential oil mom. Yeah. Every This is a value of, of, of basically every single independent or conservative voter is the medical freedom, fixing our food. I mean, this is something I'm so passionate no, I, about. I, I think you're, you're singing my language. Yeah. This is what everybody is concerned Female conservative voters want to know why Trump has not apologized for Operation Warp Speed, why he has doubled down, why he's doubled down on it. They want if they were to hear from his lips, that was a mistake. I wish I wouldn't have pushed that going forward. I'm going to work with people like RFK to get opinions on how we can, you know, right these wrongs, blah, blah, blah. That's what we need to hear from Trump. That's what these Millennial conservative voters, female voters need to hear from Trump. So that's a concern. They're concerned about his um, remarks that were very different than what he's previously made in the past about abortion. They didn't like that. Um, and and the, he, he like refused to define a man in a woman or whatever that trans conversation was. So those are the three things that I'm hearing over and over yeah. and over again. Daisy, do you want to add on to that? Yeah, I think kind of like what you're saying about suburban moms earlier. I think that they're very conflict averse. They, they don't want to be supporting or around someone, even in their own lives, because like we were talking about, men are very macro, women are very micro. In their personal lives, they don't want to be around people that are combative and um, just really, really conflict forward. And that is Trump. And so they don't always look at policy. They look at relationship and they don't love his relationship efforts, which usually provide a lot of conflict. And so they don't, they're not looking at his policies. They're looking at, oh, RFK is really nice. Oh, Biden's really nice. That's what they're thinking. It is because of this strange interesting discourse that i'm seeing that i am very torn on who trump should ask to be vp who do you think it should be i'm leaning towards rfk and i love vivek love i i really like him alex if 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 trump if trump were to not be president he's a liberal i know that's the frustrating thing but I'm thinking about winning. I, I am thinking about winning, and I am concerned about these independent voters and the moms, that, the, the women that can't get on board with Trump. They like him, though, and so we can grab them. So the RFK thing is a picture and a window into kind of Trump, not fatigue, but skepticism. Skepticism, disappointment. They don't understand why we're being hammered about how the election is rigged. But then it's like, okay, well, if it's rigged, how are we going to win? Um, it's just like so this. True. It's very confusing for for us as female voters on the right who have voted for Trump. You know, in both previous and you're, elections, you're going to vote for Trump, of course. Okay, good. But I'm no, that's important. Torn on got, who should be the VP. No, that's good. I just want, we, you got to lead your audience. Your audience trusts you. Um, and would Daisy, would you say some female or women voters view Trump as a jerk? Oh yeah, yes. for sure. And that's not my word. Which I'm is, just it goes that. back to what we were saying in the first couple of segments where it's like these women that are growing up there in high school, they're in college. This is all they're seeing on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook is to hate Trump. He's horrible. He hates women. And that's why they are more likely to vote anti-Trump than they are to vote pro-Taylor Swift. You know what I would say if I was some kind of like little mouse in the background of Trump's campaign, what my advice would be? Little mouse. Little mouse. If I was a Trump mouse, I would say to them, we need to get some uh, seems like paparazzi pick or nondescript pick of somebody else in the restaurant. We need some uh, 
pictures or videos of Trump and Melania on a date, date night. We need more Melania content. I want to see him as a doting husband, a doting father, maybe him and Barron and Melania out on a little yacht doing a boat day. These are the images. It's just, He's so separate apart from his family. That type of imagery of him as a husband and father would help. Now, RFK does a lot of that with Cheryl. I, I think that's really good optics that we never get from Trump. Even when he was in the White House, I always said, like, I wish we got more like him and Melania together. Not just like political serious events, but I want to see them as a couple. I want to hear about their marriage and their relationship. That matters because I want to see how a husband is running his home and, and, and pouring into his marriage, how he's going to lead the country as well. I would agree with that. Uh, definitely. And I think that people really do like the Trump family overall, like the kids are really close. They all work together. They're together all the time. And so I think it would do really well for them. To, I mean, the, the kids are always supporting their dad. They love to talk about him. They love to be with him. And so I think to see the even the other day, they did the whole family photo at um, Melania's mom's Memorial. But it's too, it's too perfect. It. It's too staged and perfect. I want to see some candid moments of Trump Definitely. with family. So, so how about this Valentine's Day? This. Valentine's Day yeah. is coming up. Yes. Right. Uh, if we Valentine's get a Trump Day at Mar-a-Lago. if we get a Trump and Melania cute candid of Valentine's Day, like them doing something cute, like snuggling on the couch watching a movie yes. or something, I want you all to remember that Alex Clark predicted and gave oh, I love the, this, this is, advice. This, so, so <laughs> I want like a very boomer selfie of the two of them, like he's kissing her cheek. Like, yes. it's, it's a little, it's so a little blurry and out of yeah, focus. And it's yes. like so high up there looking up at the phone it would be so viral yeah that's what they need which is why if we go back to the vp conversation i do like vivek because he's so viral all the time he's so viral and he's a cute he's got cute family moments great family yes who would be not a good vp pick nikki haley (laughs) do you okay so let's i just gotta ask the if the ticket is between trump and nikki versus rfk i no i i hear i actually i share some of your yeah i'm not there yet but i would have it i would be so if he picked Nikki, I just can't. I I don't I don't know if I could. I would lose all trust. I would. Lose I don't all know trust if I could tell my audience to go vote. I, I would lose all trust. Well, it would go against everything we've been talking about. But hold on. About. But I'm told by certain people that Nikki Haley will win the female vote for Trump. Not, not my. I audience. think I think RFK is more likely to win the female vote for Trump. Let me tell you something interesting. I was just at a birthday dinner for for a, a friend, and everyone at the dinner besides one person I'd never met in my life didn't know these women. And it was a pretty large group of women, probably about 11. And I asked all of them, hey, if you're planning on voting this year, who do you think right now you would vote for? Every person at the table said Trump, RFK, or I'm not voting. Not one Nikki Haley, not one Biden. And what, what was the de- – was this Arizona? Yes. And was this like typical white girl gathering or was this – uh, I mean that nicely. You know that. No, there, mean, was some, there was some black women there and white. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so just like different backgrounds. So this wasn't like typical different backgrounds. North Scottsdale. I like, think all 30s. Everyone was in their 30s. Millennial women. women. Yes. That's fast. And it was Trump, RFK, or not voting. So this is what I'm saying that I'm seeing and that they aren't, you know, I didn't even know these people. So how many you said 10, people? probably 10 or 11. That's more powerful than well, how about you, Daisy? You're in a different little different demo. Yeah, what are your contemporaries saying? Um, I think Gen Z has a big problem with TikTok. That's where they get all of their information from. And so, like, even the other day, I saw a TikTok that was like, it's time that we have an attractive president again. And it's all pictures of RFK, which like, I don't really find RFK that attractive. He is but hot. <laughs> I what? like he's hot. I like Kennedy's. I I think, see, I think I, I've held never a lot even, of sway. I, this is this is how different men and but women are. But that's what Gen Z like. This TikTok was completely viral, and it was all these pictures of RFK, just and like shirtless and working out. Yes, people <laughs> loved him, 
And I think if we even go back to the birth control conversation, so many people my age, myself included, like when I was in college, ditching birth control and go like everything. We're thinking more about what's going to our bodies, what we're eating, what medicines we're taking, what vaccines we're taking, especially. And so I think that if it's a female Republican and they are turned off by Trump, I think they'd be more likely to vote for RFK than they would be for Nikki. Can Trump, couldn't he say that I want RFK in my cabinet to just be in charge of the health 100%. part? That's yeah. what he should do. That's he, what he I think that would be smart. Health and human services. There and, we go. And that would, that would probably, do you think that would satisfy some of the... Yes. If we, let's put Vivek VP, let's put RFK in, in charge of health and human services. you think Vivek would help with your community? They're not... But they don't it, talk it's about Gen him. Z men, Gen Z, Gen That's Z true. boys love. I mean, he's with the Paul brothers and yeah. they love him. He's always going viral. I think that's really smart. It should just be like an Avengers moment of Republicans in office together. If we don't do this, we're we're dumb. I love the <laughs> Valentine's Day idea. What else? Tell do you them, have? please. Send a little text, Charlie. So if Trump we gets, can make like a viral campaign. What, what other crazy ideas do you have for Trump? Oh, my gosh. Well, I I. <sighs> crazy ideas i think just like him doing life moments shopping you know what i mean just like a normal person less social media rants and more like he's he's driving in the car to go pick up melania yeah picking up baron from school there was a video years ago that melania took or something of them in the car playing taylor swift on the radio i mean those moments driving yeah that's normal do you know that trump's you know what trump said recently he said they asked him what's the worst part since he became president he says i don't get to drive anymore there you go that's so i love not president so let's get him in a car while he still can and they follow him yeah i love it thanks so much for listening everybody email us as always freedom at charliekirk.com thanks so much for listening and god bless for more on many of these stories and news you can trust go to charliekirk.com